Hej och välkommen till Swayze Lessons, your shortcut to the Swedish language. And today we have a special episode because it's the final one in a little while, at least for this season. And today we are gonna play a game, so it's speak Swedish game time. This means that I'm not gonna bother you with a lot of new information today, but what we're gonna do is bothering your brain and I'm gonna ask you to say quite a lot of Swedish sentences and quite different ones. So we're just gonna pick up words and structures that you have been introduced to throughout this uh, season of Swedish lessons and the point here is not that I need to know the answer <laughs> but the point is that you have a super occasion today to try to find the words in your memory and the structures that you are familiar with and that's why I also want you to I want to encourage you to really take this occasion to get your mind working so try to focus not like multitasking too much and also if you need to pause the podcast feel free to do it so then you really have the occasion to take your time and try to say and construct that sentence that I'm asking you to to produce. So this is all about you and playing the game of seeing like what kind of sentences can you say in Swedish? It's gonna be quite fun, right? So shall we go? So I'm just gonna dive right in and asking you to say a word and that is the person she. How would you say in Swedish the person she? Hun, hun, bra, bra, good. So, shall we say a sentence? She studies Swedish. She studies Swedish or she's studying Swedish. Those are three words in Swedish. So how would you say she's studying Swedish? Hon studerar svenska. Hon studerar svenska. Nice. So studerar ends by an R sound, which means that somebody is doing it. And then we have the object, the thing she's studying, which is svenska. And svenska is the name of the Swedish language, not the country. Okay, so she has studied. How would you say in Swedish those three words? She has studied. Hon har studerat. Hon har studerat. Very good. Hon har studerat. She has studied. And the word har means has or have. So in Swedish we will never have um, different kinds of verbs depending on what person. So in English you have, uh, for instance, I have, but she has. But in Swedish it's just going to be har. So hon har studerat. Bra. So let's take another sentence. How would you say in Swedish? Welcome to Stockholm. Welcome to Stockholm. Välkommen till Stockholm. Or with a little bit more pace. Välkommen till Stockholm. Välkommen till Stockholm. Bra. How would you say I come from... Stockholm. I come from Stockholm. 
Jag kommer från Stockholm. Jag kommer från Stockholm. Bra! <laughs> These are completely different sentences. So we're just like having some kind of a random machine here. Uh, picking up words and sentences that you might be familiar with from the podcast. So shall we try, try it with a, a new one? How would you say in Swedish the word they? Dom, dom, very good. So a question now. Can they come tomorrow? Can they come tomorrow? Kan de komma imorgon? Kan de komma imorgon? Very good. And now I hope you were paying attention to komma, not kommer, because we already have they can, like, or sorry, can they, kan de komma. Uh, so you don't need the R sound if we have that first verb, can, or in this case kan in Swedish. Kan de komma imorgon? Kan de komma imorgon? Very good. Another sentence here. Um, how would you say in Swedish, we are going to eat today? We are going to eat today. So it's a future tense. We are going to eat. How would you say in Swedish? We are going to eat today. Vi kommer att äta idag. Vi kommer att äta idag. Bra, and if you don't pronounce every single sound that clearly, which we do not do always when we're from Sweden, you would say something like this. Vi kommer att äta idag. Or we can even get rid of the att, so we can say vi kommer äta idag. Vi kommer äta idag. Can you say that? Vi kommer äta idag. We're going to eat today, <laughs> which is a really healthy way of um, living your day, right? So, how would you say in Swedish the sentence it's going to be fine, it's going to be fine? How would you say that in Swedish? It's going to be fine. Det kommer att bli bra. Or you can get rid of the att, so you can also say det kommer bli bra. Can you say that? Det kommer bli bra. Super. Jättebra. Good. So, bra means good or, or fine. Now, how would you say in Swedish this sentence? He has worked. How would you say in Swedish? He has worked. Han har jobbat. Han har jobbat. Bra. So when we're talking about that tense, he has worked or he has been working. Many Swedish verbs will end by a T sound. So it's going to be han har jobbat. So the T sound means it's worked or he has worked. Very good. How would you say in Swedish at Ikea? På Ikea. På Ikea. <laughs> so in this case the preposition will be på. 
in, in English, we will say at IKEA. And please note that prepositions like in, on, after, towards, those kind of words, they do not correspond always in languages. So in one case, you can say that at in English means på in Swedish. But in another situation, the word at might be translated into another preposition in Swedish. It depends on the situation. So don't worry if you don't know all the prepositions or the, um, the occasions to use them right away. That's like the final thing. Like That's the thing you never learn in the second language. Now, how would you say the Swedish word what? How would you say the Swedish question word what? Vad or vad if you say it quickly vad. So let's uh, ask a question. What will they do? What will they do? Vad ska de göra? Or more quickly, vad ska de göra? Vad ska de göra? Can you say that? Vad ska de göra? Super! Jättebra! Um, you can also ask another kind of question. For instance, with the question word when. How would you say in Swedish that question word when? När. När. Good. So när means when, at what time. So then you can ask, for instance, when will she Come. How would you say, when will she come? När ska hon komma? När ska hon komma? Bra! <laughs> and then you can also answer that question. For instance, she will come today. How would you say in Swedish, she will come today? Hon ska komma imorgon. Hon ska komma imorgon. Can you say that? Bra! <laughs> Hon ska komma imorgon. Or you can also say she is coming now. So she is coming or in Swedish you, you will say she comes. That's the same thing. So she is coming now. Those three words in Swedish, how would you say, she is coming now? Hon kommer nu. Hon kommer nu. Bra! So, when we only have one word as comes, we need to have the R sound, kommer. If we have two verbs, such as Ska, komma, she will come. Then will and come are two verbs. Then you don't, um, sorry, you do not need the R sound in the final uh, part of komma. So then it will be hon ska komma. But if she's doing it, then we say kommer, kommer. Good. And finally, I would like you to say this sentence in Swedish. I speak Swedish now. How would you say in Swedish? I speak Swedish now. Jag 
Jag pratar svenska nu. Jag pratar svenska nu. Kan du säga det? Jag pratar svenska nu. Yes, you are speaking Swedish right now. And I dare to guess that you um, actually can say more things that you have been saying these past 12 minutes today. I'm so proud of you because you have been doing a great job throughout these um, past 60 Swedish lessons. You have been able to say quite long sentences. Um, we have been switching between... Um, different tenses, which means different times. So we can talk about the present. We can talk about the future. We can also talk about things that have happened before. You have been able to learn the present I, you, she, he, we, you as a group, and they. So you can talk about all the persons. And um, we have been talking about uh, different things that we can do, different kinds of verbs. And Of course, there are loads of things that you can learn in in a language. You have just got us, uh, we're just getting started in Swedish. But what you have been introduced to now in these lessons are kind of the basics of the Swedish sentences. So the Sweezy podcast, these six lessons, they have been all about focusing on three things. And one is the structure, the patterns that are the basics, like the most logic things. So we have not been starting by looking at weird examples that are super hard to learn and not even important to be understood by a Swedish person. So by these structures, people can easily understand you and you can easily play uh, more with the language and just add new words. So the patterns and the logics of the language is the first thing that we have been focusing on. The other thing we have been focusing on is the um, the pronunciation. So what you say now when you say things out loud is like how at least I, as a native speaker, am pronouncing things. So I know that textbooks and like the spelling will not always correspond to the the spoken language, but that's the case in many languages. And to me, language is a lot about like interacting with people so i'm really encouraging encouraging you today to try to use the things you have you don't need to have more to use it the most important thing is that you're using what you have right and the third thing that we have been focusing on is producing sentences which is quite cool if you ask me because i'm quite sure that you can find podcasts and youtube videos and uh radio shows and stuff like that, where you can practice listening to Swedish, which is super important. But it's really cool when you actually get that feeling of being able yourself to say something and not just guessing like, oh, I heard this phrase, but I don't know how I would transform it uh, into another tense or another person or stuff like that. So I hope that you have got at least just a small amount of confidence in constructing and producing sentences yourself because you can there are logics it's just that you need to understand them right so i hope that these lessons have been able to most of all encourage you to just be brave and try to use what you have and of course use uh, these tools together with other ways of learning the swedish language which is so much fun 
Now, finally, I would like to give a huge shout out to a method that was inspiring the Sweezy podcast a lot, and it's called the language transfer method. And it's a person called Michalis who is doing a project for free, which I'm like, I have so much respect for that. He is um, making podcasts such as Sweezy Lessons, but in other languages where he is um, introducing new languages with this kind of method that you're not uh, writing or reading, you're just learning the patterns. So for me myself, I was introduced to the Swahili language from his podcast, which was so inspiring. And uh, that was one of the reasons I wanted to do this with the Swedish language, because I was really, I, I thought we were lacking this kind of method in Sweden. And um, I have also the had the privilege to be been teaching Swedish for immigrants where I have been meeting so many fantastic people and like they have been working so hard on learning Swedish and that has first of all inspired me a lot and it has also given me the experience of like what keys can open up the pronunciation most of all. So I would also like to give a shout out to a Swedish researcher of um, the Swedish language and the phonetics of the Swedish language called Ulle Kjellin. And what he has been putting words to so well is the way you need to pronounce in Swedish. And he, like the, the thing he's teaching about and writing about, you can summarize it with the thought that being understood is not about knowing how to pronounce exactly every specific sound, but how to um, stress the sounds in a sentence. So if you have a sentence, you want to find that Swedish uh, melody. And if you find the melody, it means that you are stressing a certain part of the sentence. And in that part of the sentence, you can stress certain a certain word. And in that word, you can stress a certain part. So that's like the thing we have been doing throughout all of these lessons, stressing with a Swedish melody. And that is apparently super important to being understood by Swedish people. So to me, that has also been a very, well, just inspiring summarization of the Swedish pronunciation. So thank you, Ulle Kjellin, for that. And uh, well, I, I'm sure there are loads of other resources. So feel free to recommend each other. If you want to stay in touch with, well, each other <laughs> or me as a teacher, we have still our Facebook page called Sweezy Lessons. And uh, we have an email called sweezylessons at outlook.com and feel free to use that if you have questions about what I have been teaching here or if you just want to like share a story of how you found this podcast or how you are learning Swedish or what this method has meant to you because it's just so inspiring and to me it's just a huge confirmation of the method that has been so inspiring to me so Thank you, all of you listeners. Thank you for um, cheering on us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for recommending and spreading the podcast. It's just so much fun. And I really, really, really wish you so much joy in learning Swedish and speaking Swedish with other people, right? Because you can. Du pratar svenska nu. <laughs> so until I hear from you or see you next time, take care. Ha det bra. Hej då. Sweezy.